Well, hello everybody and welcome. Another episode of Empowering Intuitives Explored. And we are live on Facebook and on YouTube. And this podcast will then be on Spotify later. So this week, give a big welcome to Ty Gold, the alchemist. Hi, Ty. How are you, my dear? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation. Oh, me too. It's wonderful to see you. I'm just going to share this out and tell everybody a little bit about you. Um, so you are the, the new earth mentor who's been channeling Christ consciousness frequencies since 2013. Um, and you help the new earth leaders with community and biz building strategies. How awesome is that? Hi, yeah. Elizabeth. Welcome, dear. Hey. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for sharing this out. So Ty, tell us a little bit about what you're up to these days. Um, like I said, I'm I'm mostly working online these days, but I guess we all are. So that's not like a big, um, I miss teaching and workshops. I used to, my husband and I spent two years being digital nomads before the pandemic happened. Um, so I kind of, I miss traveling. I miss the in-person workshops. So hopefully we'll get to be able to return to that soon. You know, there's a synergy and an energy that exchange that happens when you're in front of a live audience. It's, it's like, uh, I think like magic. It's really, it's really good stuff. So right now I'm mentoring uh, spirit messengers in my signature uh, training program. And it's nice. a 12 month mentorship where I kind of teach them how empath empowerment, how to fine tune and kind of stretch and utilize their clairs. And then we end up in angel, angel or divine communication. And I help them with their businesses in there and understanding their soul signature so that they're able to call in kind of their highest and best soulmate clients and best match to them based on who they are authentically. And so it's just, it's a really like soul led heart gift of a program. I really have enjoyed it. I've been mentoring about 15 people for the last year through that training. So it's been a real honor. I, I see it like this amazing call of like duty that we, that we um, have uh, to provide this type of mentorship because it's such a, um, I guess like a marriage between like, um, personal development, business, you know, expansion, and then even like the spiritual uh, mentorship side of it. So I, I I just think it's an incredible honor and I'm, I'm grateful that the divine's given me such a amazing program to be able to do that. And then I'm always in our Be Your Own Guru community, um, doing some fun stuff and playing in there. In our yeah, that's a great little yeah. community. I like being a part of that. So thank you for building that. That's sure. Awesome. So yes, when um, I was thinking about hmm, who's, who would be a really good fit for the show, I thought, you know, Ty would be wonderful to come on and let's talk yeah. about spirit guides. So that's the topic for tonight. And, you know, we both have a lot of experience uh, working with many different guides. And so when we say the word, let's define it a little bit for people. Sure. So what would be your understanding of a spirit guide? And then I'll give what my understanding is. My understanding has evolved. So I think it's important to understand about me. Uh, my divine support team has predominantly trained me for the last 
10 years. I've been under their tutelage. I didn't have an instructor or mentor per se. Um, so I woke up to my guardian angel's voice one day and ended up writing out eight pages of notes that was guidance. Um, so my answer 10 years ago has evolved to that question. Um, as I've grown to understand them, I can tell you where I'm at presently. I feel like our spirit guides are our soul friends. They're like our uh, peers and playmates. And, and you know, and, and um, I feel like they're really great. They can be great mentors. Um, and yeah, I think they understand your soul's like path, destiny, you know, where you're going and they can be a great help to kind of like lift you up emotionally, lift you to the outcome that you desire, um, or the life partner you would like to have. I think they're just, I utilize them for everything. It's like my phone <laughs> friend. Um, like seriously, that's what I use it for all the great content. And I just feel like they're full of tons of great options and suggestions. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I agree with you. I think there, there are divine helpers. And one thing that I have found over the years, my idea of a um, spirit guide has also evolved. And that's probably just based on my experience um, as a medium, as a medical intuitive. I have different guides that come in for different experiences that I'm doing. And so when I opened up to my medical intuition, all of a sudden I had all these new guides that were coming and I got to like get to know them and what they came to help with and just, and you get to tap into their wealth of knowledge. And it's mm -hmm. so beautiful when you know, I'm doing um, different kinds of readings and I have different people that um, chime up and I'm like, oh, I never would have thought of that. Right. So right. It's really a fun uh, exchange and interplay mm -hmm. with the various guides. Agreed. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Marisha. Welcome, guys. And please Hi. feel free to uh, uh, talk in the chat and ask questions because that this is your format as well and we want to um, answer the burning topics that you have about mm -hmm. your spirit guide so awesome thanks for joining us so you know one thing i think is interesting is sometimes you know we can have like we had kind of touched a little bit we can have many different people that mm -hmm. are um guides it could mm -hmm. be like what what we would call ascended masters like sure. jesus or mother mary mm -hmm. these high vibrational beings that have that wealth of knowledge and divine presence um that they may be assisting us it could be loved ones that are assisting us as a guide um you know like my grandmother has been mm -hmm. my guide with me this whole lifetime um as my guardian so that nice. you can have sometimes your loved ones can serve mm -hmm. as your spirit guides as well. You can have um, angels. Sometimes they may kind of cross over and say that there are guides. We have our guardian angels that look after us. Um, you know, that's my understanding that it can be so many different people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, honestly, I have probably 25 different guides that I work with mm -hmm. depending on who I'm working with. Mm -hmm. and intimate guides. Right. Know? So that's why I always call it my collective team, because it's really a vast number of people that you could really take the time to get to know. 
Agreed. Agreed. I call mine, uh, you know, you've probably heard my A team or my divine support team. And mine do honestly switch out from like ascended masters, archangels, um, or even galactic, my galactic friends yes, <laughs> um, who've been really wonderful as of late. And so I'm really open to them. You know, I always ask if I don't know who it is, um, but I'm always open to um, whoever is that shows up to kind of offer their, their support and advice. It always tends to be the friend that I need at the time. Right. And I've been, I've been communicating with them for so long. You have to, you can tell the difference in, in who they are as soon as they step into your energy field. Um, and one of the things I've noticed, you know, since we're talking about the interchanging of like guardian angels, ascended masters, archangels, you know, galactic beings, for me, I just see them as almost like different area codes because of their frequencies. Mm -hmm. um, I don't believe that there's like a hierarchy system. I don't, would okay. you agree? Um, as far as a hierarchy with like an archangel being like better than this or master <laughs> that or you I think know they just I mean? all have different jobs and i think they yeah. all have different frequencies different vibrations just as we are here we have different frequencies different vibrations mm -hmm. and i think that they just have specific roles yeah and um no the one's not any better than any others hi ladies right. welcome um yeah so i don't think that there's one better than another for sure and right one thing that I found is my my guides changed when I learned lessons. So some of my guides left years ago after mm -hmm. they've served their purpose. They were there really to help me um, in my younger years, let's yeah. just say. Um, those guides kind of shifted out once I learned what I needed to learn. And then new people came in for new challenges that were uh, yeah. afoot. And so I, I always make the joke. If you guys know me, I make the joke that go, when somebody new comes in, I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> My first thought is, oh, boy, well, okay, we're on a new adventure. Who's here? You're going to have to break on? them in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got to break them in. We got to get to know them. <laughs> what are they here to do? Um, yeah. Because there's, it's just a whole new other beautiful adventure yeah. that you go on. But my first thought is, Oh boy, what's, yeah. I didn't realize we were ready to take on a new adventure and all of a sudden they show up. And I like how you said about, you know, you can tell by their frequency. And so I'll just explain that a little bit. If for those that don't know, like sometimes mm -hmm. people are very clairsentient and they feel, and you mm -hmm. can feel the difference in vibration, just like you could feel the difference if you're standing in a room and I'm standing in a room and somebody else is standing in the room. Mm -hmm. We can feel their energetic signature. And a lot of people, that's how they use their psychic abilities. And then some of us, we hear them. So I hear them with different voices and Same. I can see them. Mm -hmm. So I see them very clearly for how they represent themselves to mm -hmm. me. Um, you know, I see them as their divine white light but when they step out of the light i can see oh that's why you're here with me um you know like my chinese medicine doctors or right. you know some of the other healers that come in um yeah it's almost like uh it's almost like the sense of smell for me like it isn't it isn't claire gustin's but it reminds you of that you know how like you know what perfume your grandmother wore mm -hmm. it's like that sense of knowing as soon as they jump they step in my energy field i just know who it is you know um claire sentiently and claire cognizantly because the name just boom is there nice. yeah and i i have been 
teaching this, you know, divine communication for so long and facilitated so many conversations when guides are leaving and other ones are coming in and they love to help to establish like, and I, I don't know if you've done this, but they love to tell uh, the client that I would have sitting there how they were connected in a previous lifetime, you know, what the story was of how they came together or what they were there to teach them. They always want to like give a farewell. And then they usually talk about who's coming in and what they're going to be helping me, helping that person with. Um, and the clairs tend to change that they use. The way they're communicating often changes with the next divine support team member I've noticed. So usually somebody switches up their skill set a little bit. Well, I mean, I think that that might be the case. And sometimes people just don't know or they just don't say. And I tell people that, you know, one of my mentors said, I'm not all hung up on that. I don't need to know their name, what they did, why they're here. I just know their vibration and it is divine and it is of the pure light. Mm. And I accept them into my team and we work. I don't need wow. to know those things. And I thought, well, that's a beautiful weight because I know a lot of people would be stressed out over going, but I don't know my guides' names. Well, I don't oh, know wow. My guides names. I don't ask. Really? It's not something that I know why they're working with me. I know what they look like. I just don't spend the time in doing that. I just know, okay, we're going to be doing this kind of work. I call you in. Boom. We're here. We're going to work. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't get into the little socializing of it all. Like some people really do and there's nothing wrong with that. But for those of you like me that we really don't go down those roads, you don't have to, to do the no. work and to do it well. Hi, Shelby. Welcome. Uh, hi, Amy. Hi, Brenda. Welcome, guys. Marisha has a great question here. She says, what is the best way to hear and get messages from your guides? Question mark. And then she says, question mark, meditation. Mm. So go ahead and take that. Do you, what's your uh, idea on that? Um, I think a lot of people are naturally born Claire audience. If you're not, I think anyone can develop it as a skill. Um, sometimes I think that requires some energy medicine and some practice, but I usually tell people really pay attention to the amount of water you're drinking meditation for sure. Um, if you're already somebody who can write poetry or short stories, chances are you're already clear cognizant and not aware of it. So I think sometimes it's learning how to decipher, um, whether or not that's already coming in. Um, yeah water meditating and listening listening to other people listening to yourself like full stop listening all together will will actually encourage that i like that and mine my usually go-to is meditation and or um dream state because a nice. lot of times we're much more receptive so if it's something that causes you anxiety um, just get out of the way and ask your guides in. I always like using the visual of, I'm a garden person, so I always picture my, my garden, which I love, and lots of fragrant flowers, and I'll sit there, and I'll sit on my cozy little bench swing, and I'll say, come sit with me, and let's have a conversation. Love and it. You kind of put it into that way. You know, it kind of takes the thread out of it, if you will. It does takes the pressure off of it. You're just going to have a casual conversation. If that doesn't work for you, meditation for sure. There's lots of them out there. You can get on YouTube. Um, and I think that um, 
really like listening to those subtle voices. There's some exercises in my book about ways to do that. One of my favorite ways is listening to opera music and picking one instrument and use headphones and just listen to it and just it. pick out a flute and then and do it for a small time and then say, I'm just gonna pick out the violin and you just learn to let all those other sounds go by. Uh, another fun trick is, oh, Thank you, Elizabeth. She says, best book ever. Um, sometimes <laughs> I just like, I go into a very busy mall, sit mm. down and pick one sound and just let it all else fade away. So that's how you can help develop that, your uh, Claire audience and mm. you hear the subtle voices that we have. I love that. That's brilliant. Some of my little yeah. tricks. Hi, Lynn. <laughs> Great to see you. Um, Shelby says, soul guides always appear in your dreams. And I think um, it's so I can pay attention. Awesome. Absolutely. And that's a great way. They, they sneak into your dream state. So dream journals, asking, mm -hmm. setting the intention before you go to sleep, and then writing um, what you experience can help you get some insight as well. And that's a great way to begin, mm -hmm. um, I think. And then learning how to do the meditations and things too. Cool. And my, my divine support team would, would take me, like have me go out and kind of stretch, uh, do some exercises. Like one day uh, they told me to hop on my bicycle and they would tell me where to go. And it was literally a Claire audience exercise where I would get to an intersection and I would hear it, you know, go left and then go right. And the funny thing is, they had me weave through my own neighborhood to a street that I had never been on before. And there was this huge statue in somebody's yard of like Jesus with his arms out. And this was the destination that they guided me to. And um, I turned around and, and was guided back home. It was really fun. Oh, that is fun. I like that. You know, some people say, well, I'm not a medium or I'm not really doing much with my natural God-given intuitive abilities. So why do I have to know these things about spirit guides? And, you know, I'll let you take that and then I'll answer. That. So like, why would somebody have to know, why do I have to care about my spirit guides or even interact with them? I mean, you don't have to, but I was one of those people that... I think I had a heartache of like loneliness. And so for me, when my guardian angel started communicating with me almost 10 years ago, I was in a very lonely point in my life. So knowing that I had like this friend was really helpful to me and, and provided me a lot of comfort. And I've never felt lonely ever since we developed this dialogue. So, I mean, you know, you don't have to, I think they make life a lot more fun. Like when I go to bed at night, I've gotten a message that says, you're going to stop at such and such gas station tomorrow. And there's a present there for you and really magical things happen. <laughs> and um, they set me up for just really wonderful experiences. They've helped me with my romantic life, my finances, my relationship with my children, my business. Um, there's not one area that they don't help me. Um, and I don't mean like I ask and they do. I mean, we have, I, I have full conversations, you know, with them. I had a full conversation in my apartment today. Um, I, and I do, I like, I, I just love connecting with the, the spirit and the energy of, 
of kind of all the things around me, but it all started with this spirit guide connection. It allowed me to develop this communication. I can communicate with animals or trees. I mean, you, you know how far it goes once you understand the, the frequency of the, it's all energy. Um, my apartment told me she wanted some rugs today. And I just gave so much gratitude that the place is taking care of us. We really enjoy it here. Um, and so you don't have to, I don't think it's like necessary. Um, but I think it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you said, you touched on it. Um, it does make life very magical because you really feel like they're right there beside you because they are right there beside you and they have a vantage point. So, you know, I like the, the, um, example that you gave about your GPS, you know, um, I do that from time to time. I would just be driving and say, okay, I'm trusting you to get me to where I need to be. And there's times where I'll be driving and I'll hear, uh, take this exit. And I'll think, what? Like, why, why would I, I do that? Exit? Like, <laughs> I don't normally take this exit. Why right. would I take this exit? And if I, and I, if this is in my book, the one thing I, I had said, like I, I argued with them because, you know, of I do that to them. <laughs> It's not like, no, no, why we can't stop. We have more than half a tank. We're going to just mm -hmm. plow on through. I always stop like five exits up. Nope. And they're like, you need to stop, go to the restroom, fill up, and then we're going to go. Nope. I powered through and guess what? There was an accident and mm -hmm. I ended up sitting. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I listen now. I go, I don't know why we're doing it, but I'm going to do it. And they always have our best interest at heart and they can see things that we can't see so right. it does really make it magical but it's very helpful like i think just in day-to-day -day life for mm -hmm. example you could say you know what foods do you think i need that are most beneficial to me and they may give you an inspired thought you may not hear them clear audiently but you might have this inspired thought like maybe I think I'll have um, a chicken salad or maybe I think I need this. Carrots. And, <laughs> yeah. I think going for the carrots. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to give you an inspired thought on something that your body really needs. Ask and they will, they will help you. Yeah. Um, and you can use it in your work. You know, um, I, I teach a lot of professionals the same thing and they come to me for readings. What should I do? I have this big court case or I have this big business meeting. I'm not sure um, who all is going to be there, what I need to know, blah, blah, blah. And they, they'll ask their guides and they'll start to listen and they start to build their own intuition about, mm -hmm. hmm, I think I need to change the venue. I think I need to do this. I think mm -hmm. I need to do that. And when they listen, they find out, wow, that's really cool. That worked better. And I secured the deal. Um, I've had lawyers that have come and, you know, asked about this, a particular case, somebody really telling me the truth. And I'm like, but your gut instincts are already telling you that you don't think they're telling you the truth. Right. So what, what does your guts, what do your spirit guides tell you about this? And mm -hmm. so I kind of help lead them through how they can tr start to trust it on their own. And so they may get a reading from me and they're like, I thought that already. Yep. See, like you already had that. Yeah. I love Marcia that. Says she always asks for help when she's looking for a parking space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. That helps as well. I always ask to, to travel safely. And again, that they, they intervene around my GPS if needed, you know, um, yeah. trust is a key factor for sure. Shelby says, yeah, yeah. really, you have to learn to, to just hear those subtleties. 
um, you know, and like I have certain guides that come in and they work strictly with healing. So mm -hmm. when I'm doing any kind of healing um, in my medical practice, in my energy practice, if I'm just sending healing to somebody, my whole, I call in my whole team, I have a huge team of healers and they will go to them, work with them as I'm energetically working with them. They'll go yeah. right there around that person and work yeah. on them. Um, so even if you aren't sure if you have those kind of guides, if you're doing any kind of healing, call in and say, I, I, I invite healing guides to come and work with that person on that end. Just invite yeah. them to come and start working with you. Yeah, and definitely. They are. And it'll be always funny because when you purposefully do it, I notice people on the other end will be like, man, I felt like I had a bunch of hands all over me. And I just, mm -hmm. you did, you know, yeah, the team was over there. So, um, you just trust that when you invite, they come in because they want to do that divine work. Yeah, definitely. I love that. You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you something about me. I'm, I don't love shopping for clothes and like shoes. Shopping in general is really not fun for me. So my team knows that I'm like a get in and get out kind of girl. So you know how like every once in a while you need like a you need an outfit for like a particular event, right? And you know you don't have something that you want to wear. So usually in the days or even the week leading up to it, I'll start getting a like a feeling about what color I want to wear or what shoes I want to wear. And then I'll just wake up one day with the feeling or the guidance to go to this particular store um, or, and, and when I get there, they've got my size, they've got the color that I want. It fits me perfectly. It's on sale. I, I literally go in the dressing room, do a twirl and I'm out. I'm done. It's so great that they help me with shopping. Um, the other thing they're notorious for is encouraging other people to gift me clothes and um, they literally told me, we know how much you don't actually enjoy shopping. And this is why you have people handing you clothes. That's so funny. Isn't it great? Shelby says, I need to try that. Indeed, oh, Shelby. Very right? Well, you yeah. know, it's funny. If, do you guys remember, those of you that have followed me for years when I used to do Periscope, do you remember my chairs? So my mother, the woman that I call my mother in spirit, um, Bernie, she was talking and she wanted me to have these antique chairs, her and my great aunt, because they love their antiques. And so we kept nice. talking about them and talking about them. And I said, you ladies, I love the idea, but do you know how much money they are? I'm not spending that kind of money. I'm just not doing it. I said, you find it. And when you find it at a price that's right for me, I'll buy it. Literally one day in the middle of my work day, it was very, very busy. And I heard go on eBay right now. I'm like, I don't have time. I'm like seeing 30 patients go on eBay right now. I went on eBay and I saw these chairs and like these chairs were like 400 and some a piece. But on that, there was, the, there was, um, both of the chairs for $200. I went, Oh, wow. I was get out for both of them. I was like, Oh my God. They're like, you gotta get them. You gotta get them. <laughs> you guys remember the chairs. Amazing. And so I said, okay. And then I bought it and I went, Oh, you have to pick them up. I'm like, Oh my God, where did I buy these? <laughs> That all of a sudden, like everything fell into place. I had a friend in Georgia was going to help me get the chairs, da, 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 da. but it all kind of worked out because I was like, I'm done with this. I'm not, you guys, you have these great ideas, but you don't understand. Like it, that's way too much money. 
So if you just ask and then mm -hmm. put it back to them, put it out to the universe, they will um, work on it. And then you'll get yeah. that inspired thought. And I literally went on eBay and I typed in these chairs and I went, get out of town. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> what a gift. I love that story. <laughs> so it's great. Like we, but you have to learn to just go with the flow. And like, here's what I tell people that, that don't really trust it. What's the worst mm -hmm. case scenario? You take five right. minutes out of your day and you go on eBay and then you realize, okay, I got behind, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Or, yeah. or, you know, you're like, you don't find it. Okay. That's the worst case scenario. So yeah. ask and you shall receive. Exactly. Love Hi, Beth. Welcome. Hi, Lynn. Good to see you ladies. So please feel free to put in the chat if you guys have any questions about spirit guides and that we can try to help answer for you. That's awesome. So if you had to tell somebody something, one of the most important things about working with your spirit guides, what would that be for you? Well, you know, my team sent me with a list of 10 things they awesome. want us to discuss today. Um, and I think we've already touched or brushed upon a couple of them. Yeah. Is that okay if I just do that? You if go I share right them? ahead. You okay. Go right ahead. And I would love for us to talk the, each one of these back and forth to see yeah. what you think. Yeah. Um, but the first one is they cannot stop you from harming yourself. Oh, interesting. Your decisions are yours to choose and they can't save you from the decisions that you are making that may be harmful. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like overspending or, you know, Maybe you should have let somebody else drive a vehicle or something, you know, something like that. Um, what do you think about that one? Well, I think they, they allow free will, but at the same time, they may speak up and say, is that really what you want to do? Right. <laughs> Especially right. like my, you know, they may question you, but they cannot physically restrain you. But I know that they will, you know, and then they're famous for, if you don't listen to go, well, I can well, give you the yeah. advice. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. There you yeah. go. Um, but yeah, they can't intervene in that way. However, if you, let's say, let's, I, this, this example came to me. Say you felt like very hopeless and you wanted to commit suicide and you had a plan and intention and you started it and then you changed your mind and said, please help me. I don't want to do this. Guess mm -hmm. what? they're in they will yeah. bring somebody to intervene and to help you right then and there despite because you asked for it if you mm -hmm. would have said no i don't want any help from you and i'm going to go ahead and do this they can't force you to do different than your your agreed agreed yeah. yeah i've had a i've had a lot of conversations with people over the well because they know this is kind of my wheelhouse. And so I get to hear a lot of people's stories and um, I've heard so many references from people where they thought that, you know, if their divine support team member was looking out for them, they wouldn't have let them do X, you know, if, and I'm, mm, it doesn't, it doesn't really work that way because we do have free will and we do have the choice, you know? Oh, yes, I do know that. I learned that in the hard way. <laughs> um, so this kind of relates to the to the first one, that they will not talk you out of things. 
Um, they will allow you the space, room, and time to see the answers and the results clearly. They may give you alternative options or ideas to consider, but if you're determined to make a choice and are adamant that it is the right one for you, they try their best to support, advise, and guide based on where you are and the decisions you're making. Yeah. They do. Yeah. And they're always there to pick it up the pieces when you change your mind back or change it when in you, a different direction. When you get to the, what do we do now stage? <laughs> <laughs> or as I like to say, my, my ancient native American will just go, you'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be we'll, back. we'll be seeing you soon. Yep. I'll be here. Take, take your you. time out. <laughs> um, divine is number three. Divine intervention only happens when you ask for it. Mm -hmm. um, pay attention when there's chaos going on in your life. If there is, consider what you can do to fix or address it. Then ask your divine support team to help you out. <laughs> yeah. You have to ask for it. The fourth one is relationships with your divine support team members are never ending. Um, like a family member, they'll always be there when called, but some may fade to the background or interchange based upon life events, life events or circumstances. So it's like what you were talking about. Yeah, I mean, I really think that um, I think your team, it's it's really your spirit team. Mm -hmm. That is some people call it your soul family. Sure. Even your guides are part of this team. And you can be different things for different people. Yep. I may serve as their guide in a different, in another lifetime. Yeah. Um, but we all are the same. Um, I, I can't, I just keep going back to the word team, but it's the soul yeah. connection that mm -hmm. we have. Um, but the rules flip up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I tune in and communicate to a lot of people's divine support teams, I literally see them at like a conference table. Like it's a whole board meeting <laughs> and I get to see all their little, um, sometimes there's a fairy in there or a galactic guide or, you know, a grandmother or something like that. There is quite the interesting mix. Well, and some people's guides can work with other people and that's something mm -hmm. that people don't always know. Um, you know, my great, great grandmother is one of my guides and, um, somebody said, well, do I have your permission to work with her? And I said, well, yeah, if she wants to work with you, I don't care. Like she's, she's a fantastic resource. If she wants to work with you, have at it. Um, yeah. They can. And, uh, you know, Elizabeth said, we're all the same consciousness. Um, we are. And I make the joke. Sometimes I, I have fired my guides. I had one that I was like, I just like, I just don't want to work with you. Like, I know that you're very, you're there for my highest good, but we were just, I just, struggled with this particular guide um because of my personality and his personality uh -huh. in the way that it is and i just like can i have somebody else please that that gets it like a little bit gentler <laughs> and my husband um, did that with the guide too yeah i've only ever done it one time and they did they brought somebody else in but uh -huh. he's around you know and and yeah. maybe we're gonna work together in the future i mean i don't know for sure but uh yeah like sometimes that's just you know whatever we're going through but yeah i agree yeah all right here's number five and i've actually run into this so apparently i i think it it's obviously important it needed to be said you should never have any version of a romantic relationship 
with a guardian angel or spirit guide. It violates the contract and commitment of what they're meant to provide. And this is a very unhealthy attachment or relationship that will put a soul in the lower realms and vibrations of earth. These spiritual support beings are meant to be our friends who have soul contracts to help and support us. Well, that's interesting. Um, yeah. I, I've not encountered that and I don't. I have twice. I don't know why, because guides don't fall to that. Um, they don't so, really engage in that. So that's why I'm like. Guides don't, guides right. don't, but the, I've had two experiences of people who have, um, kind of postured themselves aiming to create that. Oh, so it's the person's own stuff that they're, they're projecting. I see. Um, yeah, that's somebody else's stuff. Yeah. That's not what the guides are here for. That's not their vibration. That's not their intention. They're not going to pursue anything like that. Mm -hmm. That's not what they're they're to be doing. And that's, I've never heard of a guide doing that a person. No. Oh yeah. Depending on whatever issues they're working out, they're projecting that onto the, a guide. Um, that's, that's a, that's a tough one. So yeah, that guide would, you know, probably remove themselves to have somebody else come in, to, you know, just because they're missing the lesson and they're projecting other things on. So, I mean, I'm sure that could probably on the human end of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, never from a guide standpoint. No. Yeah. No. That's, that's what the whole, the whole structure of that conversation was that this is not a thing that they do. No. Um, the next one was just that they're your peers. There's no hierarchy. Um, they ha may have the advantage of certain vantage points in perspectives, which I think is almost word for word what you said. They're not ever meant to be worshipped, idolized, sacri sacrificed for, or bartered with. Nope. Respected. You know, I respect for. and I give thanks and gratitude yep. because I'm so grateful for their vantage point because I... I have the understanding and the knowingness that I get in my own way as a human. Sure. <laughs> I know there's other things that I should or, or my life purpose. I don't like to say mm -hmm. I should, but you know, I know I get myself off track sometimes as we all do. Right. And sure. so I'm just so in gratitude, even though I, you know, I argue a lot with them. I am in gratitude that they're trying to give me that buffer to say, Hey, <laughs> you might want to get back in this lane. Um, this is kind of where you want to be. Um, so yeah, learning to just appreciate with guy with, with gratitude, I think is the best way to embrace them. Yeah. I, and that's another scenario that I've seen, um, where people were almost, um, considering, the guidance that they were they were receiving almost like a commandment and that there was going to be some punishment if they didn't follow through. So these are some kinks that I've had to um, kind of mediate and and kind of help um, people iron out through the years. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've not experienced people doing that, but um, I mean, I guess anything is is possible, but yeah, I mean, it's, they're not to be they're not to be worshipped. Just like angels are not to be worshipped, they are not um, to worship. They're to um, assist you and to help support. Their support, like I call them, like the the uh, supporting cast in this lifetime for us. Nice. They, they really are there. If we tap into their resources, it helps you. If you don't 
like you said earlier, you don't have to. You don't ever have to talk to any of your guides. You don't have to listen to a word they have to say. You can just be stubborn and rock and roll this life any which way you want. They're mm-hmm. gonna just still be there. And yeah. if you change your mind, but you don't wanna talk to them, you don't have to. And that's part of um, free will. But um, it's unfortunate people that don't because you really miss a huge, mm-hmm. huge part of um, an advantage in this lifetime. Right. Yeah. So here's number seven. You connect with them through your heart, not through your mind's eye. If you want to establish a strong connection with your divine support team, realize that your heart is the echo chamber where all those conversations come through. If you want to hear, see, communicate, or connect with them, you need to imagine that your heart is a telephone or a portal to the angelic realm or the guide connection. kind of interesting way to put that um i mean i don't that's funny um when you're saying that like i just thought i'm like sitting here going i never thought about how i'm connecting with them because they're just it's so innate for me that i just haven't thought about that but that makes sense because it's the vibration of love right Mm -hmm. and the divine um frequency of love so mm-hmm. love comes from the heart so that in that way i would agree with that um i just and the heart is our cent- the center of our intuition like all the pulses and sensations and the signals they all go there first you know well it's the yeah because that's where you were vibrating that frequency from yeah um, and radiating that out so i mean that makes sense um, I, I guess I just funny because I just haven't thought about it in that way. Uh, most people think it's just from the crown out to um, yeah. the divine. And to me, it's I look at it. It's just like a ripple Their their dimension in ours. It's a ripple. So I feel like it's just there. And um, I connect with them in the interim space, a mm-hmm. little, which is not it's it's a different dimension or space. Sure. It's hard to explain that, but that's my common ground with them. You know? um, so I really connect in that space with them, mm-hmm. but, it is, but it is a frequency change. Hey, Kelly, yeah. welcome. Awesome. Okay. Staying grounded each day will equally help and is important for establishing a conscious conversation and connection with your divine support team. If you're not walking, being outside, or exercising each day, your connection may become spotty. Well, I think with that comes um, protection and getting into a ritual of um, grounding to the earth, um, inviting all of the divine helpers in to help you set that protection because it's hard to keep your grounding as you move Mm -hmm. through your day if you don't hold that divine connection, earth connection Mm -hmm. with protection from the divine. Yeah, definitely. And having that link. Mm, Okay. This is number nine. The conversations with your divine support team members will always be guidance that is loving, soft, and full of suggestions. Now I know you were just telling me that your team was calling you stubborn and <laughs> they joke, we joke, we joke around. <laughs> they, they do, they joke, and they're just like, 
sometimes because I do give them a hard time about some things that I don't I imagine and they they'll still come back in a very loving way and and they joke around with me about yeah. being stubborn they're just like oh that streak you like you know and they just yeah. chuckle about it it's very lighthearted. Um, right. I'm like yes I know I'm being stubborn <laughs> and they chuckle um, <laughs> But no, it's, a, I agree with that. It's always in a loving way. And yeah. um, like I said, my one guide will just go, you, okay, I'll be here when you get back. Go, right, right. Go, go do what you need to do with it. You'll come back and we can continue this conversation. <laughs> yeah. So the rest of the guidance that came with that is that will never, they will never shame you. Um, the conversation should be something that lifts you or inspires you or makes you happy or encourages you or teaches teaches you new things. There will never be anything scary or that would tell you to harm yourself or another person. Um, if you do go to connect and, you know, I teach divine communication. So if anybody does go to connect and they do feel like they get something that's less than love, um, the rule always it always is hang up and try back later. Like you've got static on the line. This is not a good connection. Um, hang up and, and try back later. And they say preferably either outside or under the moonlight and stars is a great time to aim to connect with the divine. I, I would disagree on that to be a great. I think any time is a great time to connect with the divine because you're connected all the time. So whether we are conscious of it or not, we're always connected. And so you can have a conversation and they are hearing. And the more you connect and the more you interact with them, mm -hmm. the stronger that connection is. So I'm going to disagree on that one. Um, but I think the suggestion was if you if you aim to connect and you have something that's concerning, less than loving, that the next time you go to connect, consider doing it outside or underneath the stars, I think is kind of like a cleansing, purifying, grounding, oh, protecting thing. It was kind of the two together. Okay. I, I would handle it different for me. Um, yeah. If I had, if I connected in with something that I felt was giving me negative things, immediately sure. I would call in the highest vibrational divine beings to remove it. Period. Nice. End of story. I don't need to wait to connect. I'm just going, okay, I don't know how this thing got here, but okay, next, we're getting rid of it. And just yeah. call in and trust that um, it will be removed. Um, and yeah, at that point, you might want to then um, do some grounding and some clearing mm -hmm. of your own, saging, uh, things like that. And then um, maybe being more mindful and purposeful as you are connecting mm -hmm. so until you really know your guides in your um exact vibration that you're mm -hmm. dealing with um set the intention say a prayer ask and invite them in every time you connect and um and uh, like set boundaries like i only work with the highest vibrational beings that's it i'm not connecting this energy to anything else so please set that as my level boundary. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, uh -huh. And once I started to do that, I no longer connected with anything that wasn't of the highest vibration. I'm really glad you brought that up. That's a great point. Yeah, good. 
And you, Elizabeth says she's seen me do that. Yep. Send them out. <laughs> yep. Uh, out you go. Bye-bye, <laughs> you know? Because it does happen, but you have to know that you have the power to disconnect, mm -hmm. like you said, and say, "We're I'm not talking to you. We're bye. No, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and that Kelly says that works for her, too. Yeah, you just call, and they come and take it away. And they really do. It's it, it's like, shoot, bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The last one is these conversations might make you laugh. Your spirit guides know you on a deep level. They've been your ride or die teammates for multiple <laughs> lifetimes and you chose them. If you let them in, you will cherish, get, cherish getting to know each and one of their sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I laugh like uh, my, my gentleman, um, is so reverent and he's just a wonderful, so knowledgeable mm. a Chinese physician. And he talks to me and teaches me so much about herbs and different healing mechanisms and modalities. And, but, and he, he's very, very, very dry sense. Mm. But it's so funny when I can get him to just go like, it's just, like I could never get him to a belly laugh, but you know, like some of those things are funny and he, he doesn't have too much of a sense of humor when I, <laughs> when I try to go too far, you know, one way. Um, but you're right. They really do have unique uh, personalities that they bring to the table and, um, they know how to work with you um, mm -hmm. and approach you. And it, it, it's a two way. It's a two way. Right. Like that guy, at first I was like, man, do you ever laugh? Like, come on, yeah. I like to laugh. Like, do you ever laugh or is it all business? He's like, mm. it's business. Oh, okay. That's the kind oh, of good. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to work. Like, you know, mm. like, okay, I get it. So, um, I call upon him when it's business and, and, and he's amazing. And he's right there like, boom, 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 boom. But that's mm -hmm. his personality. He doesn't right. want to joke around about a lot of stuff. He just wants to, to come in and give what he needs because he goes elsewhere when I'm not needing him. So, yeah. you know, I appreciate that his time. So I'm like, all right, you know, we're not, this isn't social hour. We're doing work and that's what we're here to do. And we do it in a beautiful, loving gratitude way. And it's so powerful. And I, I am so grateful to have him do the work to help my patients, you know, so they do, they do have really unique, um, experiences that they bring and their personalities. Elizabeth wants to know, mm. have either of you found connecting with your team when in crowded areas are distorted, enhanced or hard to do? That's a great question. Yeah. I find if I have a headache, um, or I am in such I'm, I'm such a strong empath and it, it can be challenging at times if there's way too much going on, I get overstimulated mm -hmm. and then I just want to close everybody out because it's just too much. And I know I have to remove myself and get grounded again. Um, but I'm not a person that likes that. Like say if it was, um, you know, like a hundred people really loud music going on, everybody talking. Ooh, I'm I'm gonna be limited in that situation. I'll still hear my guides, but I don't I don't really want to talk to anybody at that point. Um, I don't find it hard to connect. I find it hard to stay grounded, stay centered, and want to talk or want to be involved in it. Mm -hmm. 
for me personally, mm -hmm. I find it. What about you? What, how do you, um, do you find it that it's hard or distorted or enhanced when you are in crowded areas? So it kind of depends what exactly I'm doing. Um, my, I, I'm very, I started out very clear audience. And then I also have, I get a lot of pressure and tingle sensations in my body. Um, I've really honed in on like being able to use your body as a pendulum thing. So my team and I can have pretty much conversation anywhere. Um, and it's very internal for me. I had a friend one time uh, contact me and I was like in a Sam's club shopping and she asked me an, an intuitive question if I could tap in and, and do this or that. And me at the time, probably five years ago, wanting to be like a good friend, I was like, sure. And when I go to connect to the divine for someone else, I'm almost, almost like dispatching a signal out this way uh, for like the greater uh, guidance. And as soon as I went to, it's like a different hookup for me. As soon as I went to do that, my team said, do not open your energy field inside of Sam's Club. You will, you will have problems. And I think that some of that is because I'm an empath. I'm also a medium, a physical medium. And I just, I think that was not gonna, it was much better for me to do at home. Uh, so I, that for that kind of uh, thing, if I'm gonna be utilized or be in service for someone else, I don't usually do that like in a public area. I used to actually have a hard time at psychic fairs. I don't, I don't even do them anymore, but I spent a couple of years um, doing like the whole psychic fair circuit and I didn't I didn't really enjoy that I was kind of um chaotic for me um to kind of it like be. yeah <laughs> to kind of like well even the whole 20 minutes I'm like I have so much they're wanting me to tell you I sounded like an auctioneer <laughs> um but the, I didn't I think I probably in two years I may have done five or six of those and I just wasn't wasn't my cup of tea for sure um, when my scene. So does that answer your question, Elizabeth? I guess so, my answer is I don't prefer to do it, do that out, out and about. So there's some techniques that I've learned, um, at, uh, fellowships of the spirit in Lilydale, we would do, um, fun fest. And that's where you have probably at least 25 or more, probably more than that mediums in a room back to back to back to back to back and wow. we're all reading and so you have to learn and you're reading somebody else sitting right there with you so there's there's at least 25 if not maybe maybe even up to four i don't know i'm terrible with no numbers i'd have to count how many are there but you have that many other people clients that you're reading and it's quick and but you have to learn to bubble it yep um so people do this to me all day long. I get messages from other intuitives that just want a validation. Um, it literally, it's all day long, <laughs> I can tell you. And so what I do is if I, I tap in with and check in with myself and mm -hmm. if I feel a little wonky, I just shields up, I put the violet flame up and I tap in and I just go. And it's just like, boom, boom, boom. And you, you can learn to be really efficient with it. I think grounding and learning some really powerful protection mm -hmm. um, 
And I've come across, I've changed that over the years. And the one that I'm doing now, I think is the most powerful um, that I've ever done that I can do it all day. And I'm in the middle of my day, I'm working and I'm listening to audiobooks, and I'm typing and I'm seeing patients and I'm doing this and I'm still being able to just tap in and go in and out. And it's not draining. Mm-hmm. I don't feel overwhelmed in those situations. Um, so I think it's, like you said, it all kind of varies. But if I'm having an off day, I didn't sleep as well, I'm not holding my energy quite the same, mm-hmm. then it might be a little bit more taxing for me and I might have to go into a room by myself in order yeah. to answer it instead of just as I'm walking through the office or as I'm, you know, like I might have to just go close my door, sit a minute and and then do it, but I'll still be able to do it. Right. I hope that helps, you know, so yeah. play with it. Everybody's different on, mm-hmm. and it depends on the day. It depends on what, it really does depend on it. What's going on astrologically? Because sure. as empaths, all of us in this room are empaths. We're all affected by our environment, galactically, mm-hmm. what's going on. So it may wax and wane, and that's perfectly normal, I think. Um, but we just have to be self-aware of it and then ask our team to help support that. You know, um, yeah. if I'm feeling off, I'll just say, okay, can you help? Can you help me with what do I need for energy? What do I need to do? Right. And they may give me some guidance, like just do some breath work in a yamic breath work right now all right Mm. you know when you think for yourself it's really good to utilize their brains because they're going to know what you need yeah or you can say phone a friend i don't know what i need like i was sick with covid um for six weeks and at one point i was like spirit look like i'm I'm done with this am i gonna die they said no and i said but then i need some help right now and I'm like, I feel like I'm at death's door. That's really how bad I felt. And my mm-hmm. energy was so thin. I mean, lots of people contacted me that said, I think you're really, really a lot sicker than you think. I'm like, yeah. It was Christmas Eve, literally within an hour of me putting that to the universe. I said, I don't even know what I need because I can't think clearly, but I know right. I can do right. something different right now. It, I'm tanking. Wow. And, my sats were in the 60s. My heart rate was really, really high. And a beautiful woman that's going to come on this show later on Christmas Eve with her family said, I needed to contact you immediately. What the heck is going on? So spirit brought that person. That's amazing. Man. I'm telling you. And she said, you have myrrh. Go pick up your myrrh. Like she gave me a list of things to wow. do. And I, as soon as I did some of the things, I, str- I mean, struggled to even get up and find my myrrh. I put, I put that all over me and I felt grounded. So I was really sick. Trust me when I say that. But um, that's how we can help our guides help us. And we, even when right. we don't even know, we can't even think for ourselves, they can help. Just say, please help me. I don't know what you want me to do. I'm 40 minutes from anybody and I'm tanking. Yeah. I'm not calling 911. So somebody better get to me. Yeah, and it will happen every single time. I promise you, it'll happen every single time. Yeah, and I talked to her afterwards. I said, "Woman, you were such a godsend." She goes, "I have, and I haven't talked to her in years. It's probably three years." And she's like, "I just got the the intuitive hit. I needed to contact you immediately." How many times have you people that are in the room right now has that happened? Where you thought, "I really have to reach out to that person. I don't know what's going on. That's pretty important." Tuning into that divine guidance. Oh my god. <laughs> so there is Dr. Rebecca Sanders, the woman that popped in on me. She goes, oh, how funny it was that she popped in at this moment, right? How awesome. <laughs> Becky, great to see you. 
She was like a total godsend. She was amazing. And, you know, but that's what happens. Spirit world pull somebody else that's tapped in, tuned in, turned on, and ping them that you need something. And it always, always, always is of benefit, you know? So I love it. honor those things. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, if it wasn't for, for uh, Dr. Sanders that night, I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad you got angry. better. I'm so glad she was able to help. I know, right? Amazing. Mm -hmm. amazing. So welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how funny is that that she just that in? We have alignment at its finest. I love it. Magic. Yep. So you know that's really a, a fantastic real life example of how spirit guides are really tuning in and yeah. um, helping us with just daily things, right? Yeah, and I'm having so much fun playing. The last, I would say two and a half years, um, the the personalities that have shown up on my divine support team have been even dragons. Um, I went through a whole period where I had a different dragon every night when I would close my eyes, pick me up and take me uh, for a ride, either joy riding or swimming. When my son was diagnosed with cancer, I was having a hard time getting myself to sleep each night uh, being with, for his second diagnosis and um, having the dragons come pick me up each night and kind of take me somewhere for some magical ride was literally how I fell asleep. And it was just so heartwarming. Um, and even the fairies and um, the Elven League, like all of them have just been so much fun to work with and play with and get to know and explore. So I, I recommend it, whichever, you know, flavor or, or, you know, is assigned to you or you get to work with. Most likely if you have an interest in whether it's mermaids or whatever, you most likely have some sort of, you know, connection on your divine support team that resonates to that. So yeah, I'm so glad we had this conversation today. I know it was awesome. So guys, if you want um, Ty's website is messengersofspirit.com. Reach out to her, see all the fun things that she's doing and help promote her. And if you want to know more about me, you can always go to my website, empoweredwellness.org. Thanks, so awesome. Shelby. It was so yeah, awesome. To it's great to see you. Do you mind before we cut off here? Do you mind telling everybody about your special event in July, um, where they can find you if they want to come have you do a gallery reading for them? I think that oh. would be so awesome. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Yes, I'll be back in Altoona, Pennsylvania, July thirty-first at the Jaffa Mosque for Medium in the Raw, and then um, October second in Hagerstown, Maryland. I will have another show. You go to my website. I put all of my news and events up there. Um, so yeah, if you can come see me live doing some mediumship gallery readings, please join Let's me. It's so theater. much fun. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank, thank you again so much. Thank you all for joining us. And we will have another great show next week. You and our divine support team members. Thanks <laughs> <Absolutely>. to them. <laughs> absolutely. That's right. We need to thank our divine uh, team and spirit guides for aligning this tonight. Thank you so much. Have a great week, guys. Bye.